WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Edmund Lee Raymer with you again. I'm going it alone again, folks. Had a good show last week. Had a lot of good callers. Hope we can get some more this week. Dalton Barrett is on the board, as usual, always doing a great job, and we appreciate him. Um, man, what a week it's been, you know? Um, I hope everybody's getting their vaccine, uh, and uh, I've got a tape I'm going to play for you tonight. Some folks apparently listened to the show last week, and... Uh, they said, Ed, I don't know, uh, you know, people had said, uh, you know, uh, you might want to go easy on some of the politics, some of your opinions. So, you know me, um, I thought, well, and I thought about it for about five seconds. I said, okay, well, I'll double down. So... <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to talk some more politics tonight. I think you're going to like it. Um, the poor CEO. Do we have a new president? Yeah, I don't guess we do. Well, Trump, Trump wasn't reinstated, I don't guess. So, I you know, that uh, kind of came and went. I guess we'll push that off for another 30, 40 days. Um, it's kind of – it would be comic were it not so tragic, folks, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, as time goes on, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, right now – I'll tell you what, Dalton, let's go ahead and open the show up if we can. Yes, I am Ed Raymond and Lee Raymer, and yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced right here at the studios at WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach me tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, uh, fan mail, whatever, at 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. What are you wiping your head for, Dalton? I've got fans out there. You can also send a text to that number. Dalton will be glad to read it over there. For those of you who do not wish to be on the air live, and we understand some people just don't uh, uh, fancy that, you can also listen to us live via the Internet at the WG, at WGNSradio.com and at Facebook, The Edmund Lee Raymer Show, on WGNS. You can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And don't forget, we're the flagship station for MTSU Sports. And uh, I'm going to talk Dalton and see here in a minute. Make sure we're getting the prep football back up and going. The, the boys will be playing here before long. And uh, I want to talk about that just a little bit too because that's uh, – the last 16 months have been a little, been a little bit jumbled up, so uh, I'm going to ask you about that. And, uh, you know, uh, check out Angela Bingham. She does a great job every Sunday evening here at 6 with uh, Simplicity and just a fine lady and a fine program and some good guests, great guests, really. 
And uh, Dalton, if you would, once again, I asked you last week, will you tell people uh, when they go to WGNS or what – we've got so many more followers now because of some work you've done up here. What? Uh, how can people listen to us? I'm talking about other than the good old-fashioned radio. Yeah, so if you're in your car now and you're driving home and you get home and you think, man, Ed's show's just so great, I want to keep listening. You can go on your phone or your desktop computer, uh, iPads, any device to WGNSradio.com. And right there at the top of the page, there's going to be a big uh, black Listen Live button. Uh, when you press that little play button, it'll start playing from whatever device you're listening on, and you can just keep going that way. Uh, we're also up streaming on Facebook at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS, so that's going there. Uh, we still have the, the iPhone and Android apps that are out. Uh, I like the website a little better, but both work. Um, so, yeah, those are just some great ways that you can you can keep listening to WGNS even outside uh, you know, if you've got a radio, of course, in your house, sure, listen there. Sure. It's gonna, it, you know, just sounds a little better. But over the web stream, also sounds great. Sounds great, sure. And uh, and uh, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Yeah, if you, you if can, you, if a you, lot of people like podcasts anymore. This is, has become the end thing. Well, you yeah. know, um, maybe you're on your way home and it's just late, and you want to go to bed. You don't want sure. to finish off the show, but you, you, you know, you're really invested. You can actually listen back to the podcast as soon as. Uh, right after the show's done, but you can listen back in the morning if you go to our website, uh, wgnsradio.com. Let me make sure I got this right. Forward slash, uh, I think it's Ed Raymer, but I will let you know here in just a second. Yes, forward slash Ed Raymer. Uh, we got links to all the podcasts there, as well as links to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, and you can listen back to the podcast there. So there's a way you can always listen. I want to thank uh, Beth, thank you, Roger, Stu, all y'all that are listening uh rita york i hope she's listening i think she is she listens all the time uh, got a lot of fine people and people that listen uh, a lot of my family listens uh out of uh kentucky and i appreciate it so much i think larry weaver's been listening here a little bit lately fellow went to school with sitting at the old the old burger queen in madisonville kentucky every friday and saturday night that was the place to be lord that was years ago and uh uh, always got our cars all cleaned up and, uh, you know, went to Madisonville, drove down and drove around. We always had a certain path we drove and all that. I think a lot of kids did that in their day. And uh, we had um, had a great time. I want to mention right now, we're not going to a break, dump, but I want to go ahead and do this before I forget it. Uh, one of our sponsors, Michelle Hauser and Associates Family Law. Specializing in child custody, parenting agreements, divorce, uh, uh, mediation if necessary. I talked to Michelle this week. She's going to have a couple of documents drawn up for us. Remember, if your children are going off to college, you may need to see her about getting a letter written up or a document, a power of attorney, to manage their health care. Because let me tell you, and even before they go off to college, because here's what happens. If a child goes off to college, gets hurt in, in an accident, heaven forbid, or something else happens, the medical people do not even have to, they can't even talk to you, really. Uh, it's a fact. It's the world we live in. You will have to have a medical power of attorney. See Michelle. You can reach her at 1500 Medical Center Parkway, uh, Suite 3A-1. That's in the Burger Republic, out by the fountains, Okay. And you can reach her by phone at 
801-8602. That's 801-8602. Or you can look her up, BurrowFamilyLegal.com. That's BurrowFamilyLegal.com. It's Michelle Hauser at Hauser & Associates. And remember that. When your children grow up to college, once they maintain 18 years of age, uh, you have no rights over their medical decisions anymore, okay? If, heaven forbid, something happens. It's the world we live in, even though your insurance may be covering them, okay? I know that sounds crazy, but that's <clears throat> that's the world, like I said, that's the world we live in. So, uh, Michelle Hauser, Hauser & Associates, out by the fountains, and uh, next, next door to Burger Republic. Fine lady, I've served many a paper for her. Now, I've got a little something I'm going to be playing for you here later. And uh, it's a little clip that I had. Dalton loaded it up. It's with, uh, let me be sure of what I got here. I don't want to tell you wrong because I've been known to do that. Bill Moyers interviewed Pastor Joseph C. Huff. Now, this was taped. It was videotaped by me at my home. And off National Pu- Nashville Public Television on or about October of 2003, okay? That's about 13 minutes in length. Now, this interview, I want you to bear in mind, was recorded during the first George W. Bush term, all right? And uh, you'll hear a name brought up, by the way, uh, Tom DeLay. Tom DeLay later wound up serving time and... Uh, and, uh, you know, we let that be, it is what it is. So uh, I want you to uh, take a listen to that because this is an important tape. Uh, Tom DeLay went to prison for three years. I'll get into that later. And uh, he was the former U.S. House Majority Leader. And uh, so I'll get into that after, after we listen to the tape when we come back. And right now, again... Let's go to our first series of breaks, Dalton. We're closing in on an 11-minute mark. Complete yard care. We do it all. Lawn maintenance, uh, low-maintenance lawn uh, landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut, mulching, landscaping. You can reach them at 615-785-0384. That's 615-785-0384. And you can reach them on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. That's CompleteYardCareTN.com. They've got a five-star ranking there. That's Complete Yard Care, low-maintenance landscape design. It's wonderful, folks. I'm telling you, we do it all. 615-785-0384. Back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. 
Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we are back. And I did want to touch on uh, Dalton, will you bring people up on what's going on? Because I really don't know. Thank goodness for that. I think the ads are going to get back into the swing of things with with fall football, with prep football. Your dad and John Dinkins do. They've done it for so many years. What's happening? The first game Friday night, as I understand? Yeah, we had our first coaches show uh, yesterday, okay. uh, yesterday morning, which was, was super exciting. Got to meet all the coaches and get back in with them. Uh, those are up on the podcast if you want to head over to our website to check those out. But this coming Friday, our broadcast game will be Smyrna at Stewart's Creek. That'll be on August the 20th. Uh, and that will be our first broadcast game of the season, and we'll get the uh, get the season off to a good start. Uh, if you don't have any of those, you can go to wgnssports.com, okay. and you can actually there's a scoreboard and schedule you can click there as well as find the podcast. And so you've got stores. the schedule of all the teams in the county up up there. Yes, it's okay. got the different right. games for the week. Uh, so it's got you know this Friday all the games that are being played, Very and good. then highlighted in red is our broadcast game. So that's the one you can listen on the air. Good enough. Okay. Thank you, Dalton. Appreciate it. And I know everybody is really looking forward to getting back into that groove. And I think maybe you probably are too, because I mean, it, it really, the last 16 months have really been messed up. And I mean, even for basketball, as I've told you before, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I heard Brian one night going home. I was in the car and he was making up the schedule as we went and nobody knew. And John said, Oh no, we're not going to do that. And Brian, they had to cancel the, the girls. One of the girls had COVID. I mean, it was just, I mean, it was just a, uh, it was a mess, okay? Dalton, if you can, we're going to pull up this recording I've got. Dalton's been put up, good enough to put up. Now, folks, the quality of this is not what you're used to hearing here at WGNS. It's not the station's fault. It came from me, okay? And I had to, to manually record this uh, on my cell phone, and Dalton has loaded it into the, into the, the, the board, and we're going to listen to it. Now, like I said, this is a an interview from the Bill Moyers Now show with Pastor Joseph Seahuff. He was former uh, at the school, uh, I think, uh, seminary school in at, at Vanderbilt, I believe, and was taped by me sometime October 2003 from Nashville Public Television. It's about 13 minutes in length, and it was recorded during the first George W. Bush term. Okay. And Dalton, if you're ready, let's go ahead and play that if we can. And now bear with me and listen to this, please. I know you're here, but I want you to listen to what this pastor says. This recent issue of Forbes magazine, America's 400 richest people got richer in the past 12 months with an aggregate net worth of, brace yourself, $955 billion, up 10% from the previous year. Now look at this headline, the widest gap between rich and poor since 1929 more than doubling in the last two decades. The Center for Budget and Policy Priorities in Washington has studied after-tax income 
and finds that if you take the 110 million poorest paid Americans, all their income combined is less than the combined income of the richest 2.8 million Americans. Now, some people say the class war is over, that with so much economic power and the means to make those big contributions to a political system that rewards donors over voters, the rich can perpetuate these extraordinary levels of inequality forever. Joseph Huff doesn't think so. Huff is the president of Union Theological Seminary in New York, called there from retirement after a lifetime as dean of the Vanderbilt Divinity School in Tennessee and the Claremont School of Theology in California. He recently took a hard look at these economic facts and was outraged. So outraged, he took to the pulpit and called on the three Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, to challenge the powers that be. You recently did a, a very radical thing. You called on the children of Abraham, Muslims, Christians, and Jews to engage in an act of refusal. Well, my perception, uh, Bill, is that there is a definite intentional move on the part of political leadership in this country in a direction that I think is, is not at all compatible uh, with the prophetic tradition in Islam, Christianity, or Judaism. And that is the obligation on the part of people who, who believe in God uh, to care for the least and the poorest. That central teaching, that sacred code, I think is very well summed up in Proverbs. Uh, where the writer of Proverbs says, those who oppress the needy insult their maker. Those who oppress the needy insult their maker. And I think that it would be a wonderful thing if we could stand together, these three great Abrahamic traditions, and say, look, we do not countenance this sort of thing. It is not only unfair, it is immoral on the basis of our religious traditions and we believe it's an insult to God. And it is what? The growing gap between the rich and the poor, which has become almost obscene by anybody's standards. Uh, and and the, the intentional, stated intentional policy of bankrupting the government so that in the future there'll be no money for anything the federal government would decide to do. We've all heard this from economists and yes. political pundits and, uh, and analysts, think tank experts, but we're hearing this from the president of a seminary. Yeah, you are. And the reason you are is because I think that it's not just a political pundit issue. It's not just a think tank issue. It is a deep and profound theological issue. And it has to do with whether we are faithful to the deepest convictions called for by our faith. Because the central teaching of Jesus is announced when he says from Isaiah 61, God has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, deliverance to the captives, freedom to the oppressed, and the year of Jubilee. And as you know, the year of Jubilee was the year when land reform was supposed to take place. Debts were to be canceled, slaves freed. Jesus drew from that Jewish tradition, that, that covenantal tradition and the obligation to care for the needy. Jesus Christ was a Jew. To his soul, he was a Jew. By the time he was 11 years old, people were absolutely astounded at how well he knew the Jewish tradition. He crafted his message in direct connection to the Jewish tradition, and it was no accident that Luke put Isaiah 61 in Jesus' mouth at Nazareth. 
the Spirit of God is upon me because God has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. If you go through the Gospel of Luke, the entire theme of Luke is this. It appears also in the Sermon on the Mount. It appears indirectly in the feeding of the 5,000 or 4,000, whichever you want. It's reported four times in the Gospel, more than any other single uh, event in the life of Jesus. In every case, and it also, it, in a way, it, it foreshadows the Eucharist because the Eucharistic meal was first a meal for the people who were the followers of Jesus. And if you look in Acts 3, you will see that those followers of Jesus saw to it that people who didn't have enough to eat could come to that table and get enough to eat. That was the, that was the radical model they put out there. Nobody likes to talk about that very much. But there it is, right in the middle of Acts. And they continued to worship in the temple. This is a continuity with the best in the Jewish tradition. And, and, and it is also no accident that there are some strong similarities in the Quran. And that is why I think all of us in the Abrahamic traditions who share this conviction about care for the least fortunate should simply make some kind of public declaration that enough is enough. We've gone far enough. And it is not at all in the spirit of American democracy to, to, to generate inequality and, and, and to contradict equal opportunity in our society. Those are not the norms we've lived by. Again, I come back to the paradox, which is that these policies that, to which you are protesting, which you say are immoral, uh, were enacted by a Congress and an administration elected to a significant degree with the support of the religious right conservative Christians who yeah. got active in politics and saw that their candidates were elected and they're seeing now the policies that they believe they elected those officials to carry out. Well, that's true, uh, Bill, but my dad, as I told you, is a Baptist preacher. He was until he was 84. And there was a notorious drunk in town who, when he got drunk, he really went after preachers. But he said he was born again Christian. And one day, someone asked my father if he thought Brother Suggs was a, was a born-again Christian. My father said, only God knows that. But you know, the Lord Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. And speaking as a humble fruit inspector of the Lord, I'd say that if this person is a born-again Christian, there's a mixed signal somewhere. I feel the same way. If, if Tom DeLay is acting out of his born-again Christian convictions and pushing legislation that disadvantages the poor every time he opens his mouth. I'm not saying he's not a born-again Christian, but as the Lord's humble fruit inspector, it sure looks suspicious to me. And, and anybody who claims in the name of God they're going to run over people of other nations and, and just willy-nilly by your own free will reshape the world in your own image and claim that you're acting on behalf of God, that sounds a lot like Caesar to me. Can a secular democracy in a pluralistic society where there are many faiths, including people of no faith, can that democracy be expected, that democratic government be expected to represent the religious uh, prophetic imperatives of people like you and me? Well, maybe so, maybe not, Bill, but I'm getting tired of people claiming they're carrying the banner of my religious tradition when they're doing everything possible to undercut it. And that's what's happening in this country right now. The policies of this country are disadvantaging poor people every day of our lives and every single thing that passes the Congress these days is disadvantaging poor people more.
I don't think even conservatives dispute that the inequality is growing in this country. You somehow sense that inequality is more profoundly disruptive and dangerous than others. I think some inequality in terms of economics is necessary. That, that doesn't alarm me a great deal. It is the obscene degree to which economic inequality has taken hold in America that I think is highly questionable. There is no justification under heaven for some corporate executives to make 1,000 times as much as their average worker. Their contribution may be great, but as no less than Peter Drucker, my, my colleague at Claremont for, for 25 years said. Management guru par excellence. Management guru and certainly nobody's fuzzy-headed liberal. Peter Drucker says this compromises the integrity of a corporate executive. Why? because it does not accept and, and, and it does not in any way acknowledge the incredible contributions of people who work at various levels, the various constituencies of a corporation to its well-being. Uh, it is driven by other factors than acknowledgement of who contributes to the well-being of the corporation. Now, Bill, I'm not naive. Nobody, nobody believes that everybody can be exactly the same, get the same. But there are certain bare minimums what Amartya Sen, my favorite development economist, calls, Nobel Prize winner, Amartya Sen calls the capability to function in society. And, and Sen says that, that no society can claim to be fair if there are substantial numbers of citizens who are not receiving enough assistance or income to have the capability to function. Now, what does that mean? It means to buy food, to have a place to live, to have their children educated, to get reasonable health care, and a job. And we want to ask the people of our traditions to join us in asking every single political leader we encounter, what are you going to do in order to help make this happen? Let's make that the litmus test of whether or not we're going to vote for a particular leader. This is not a partisan issue. I mean, my God, who in the world could possibly stand up and say, I'm a Christian, I don't think we should really give much attention to the life of the poor. Some do. But I don't think, I don't think it's, a, it's a party line thing. I mean, I'd like for this debate to be carried on in such a way that we could, as, and, and here I'm talking about Abrahamic traditions, we could ask ourselves, what changes in the direction of this country are necessary if it really is going to make a claim to be a democracy. We're not asking it to be a theocracy. A democracy. That's what it's about. Politically, that's what it's about. It's about? It is about whether Democrats and Republicans who are sensitive to this move, where people who are sensitive to this move in our society politically are able to get the will to say enough is enough. I mean, let's stop this business and let's, 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 let's look again and ask the question, what will really make this a country that we can be proud of and one that, that pays attention to all the people, not just a few? A recent Nobel laureate has said that he thinks the time is coming for civil disobedience again. What do you think about that? I think it may come to that. Um, I think it may come to that. I really do. Uh, I don't know what form it should take. Uh, it's got to be civil disobedience that is not destructive. 
Uh, one of the problems I have with some of the demonstrations against, for example, the WTO and at Davos. World Trade Organization. Uh, the World Trade Organization and the Davos conferences. One of the problems I have with those is there's, that, that some people seem just bent on destruction and violence. And I think Martin Luther King's exactly right. Uh, if you try to advance your cause with violence, you provoke violence. And, and the way this, the world is structured, if you try to promote your cause with violence, you're going to lose. The only way to promote your cause is civil disobedience and the willingness to take the consequences for it. And I think we're just about there. Joe Huff, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, folks. That, again, thank you, Dalton, was Bill Moyer's interview with Pastor Joseph C. Huff. And again, uh, that was from the now broadcast on Nashville Public Television on or about uh, around October 2003. So he thinks we're just about there. Civil disobedience. Now, we're not talking about what happened January 6th. That's not what the man's talking about. Okay? We're not talking about rioting. We're not talking about breaking out your neighbor's windows. We're not. That's not what we're talking about. Okay? He's talking about civil disobedience. By the way, when he's talking about Tom DeLay, I told you about him, okay? Tom DeLay is the man. He was ordered, a judge ordered him, uh, US, uh, a judge ordered former U.S. House Majority Leader. This was as of January 10th, I believe, 2011. I believe. I'm not sure. I think. Um to three years in prison, to serve three years in prison Monday for his role in a scheme to illegally funnel corporate money to Texas candidates in 2002. Takes a little while, but, uh, you know, they finally do get you. I'd like to know how you all feel about that. Now, let me clear up some things, too. I'll tell you what. Dalton, let's play a couple of ads if we could, and uh, we'll be right back. This is the Edwin Lee Raymond Show. Stay with us. Be right back with you. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 
352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we are back. Thank you. Now, Dalton and I were just sharing here. I'll show you how times have changed. Uh, Dr. Huff uh, goes to, and he mentions, the Eucharistic meal, okay? And what we're talking about, when we talk about the Eucharistic meal, what we're talking about, some people don't understand the definition. It is the Last Supper, okay? And that was the model that the followers of Christ had put out there of, again, as Dr. Huff said, quote him, the 4,000 or 5,000 that they fed, that everyone that came to that supper could eat. Okay? Which brings up another question I've thought of, too. You know, uh, and please bear with me on this. Give me a little rope because you all know I'll hang myself with it anyway, so whatever. Uh, why are we having to pay for staples of food? I'm not, now I'm not talking about that 32-ounce tomahawk chop ribeye steak. I'm not talking. You want one of those, you got to go pay for it. You got to buy it. Don't get me wrong. Or filet mignon or whatever. Many meat products are very expensive. You know, it's expensive to, to, to get from hoof to, to the counter. Okay. But I'm talking about beans. Old-fashioned beans, taters, rice, pasta. What about subsidizing some of our farmers? You know, and, and put it out there for people to have a basic food source. You go to, you go to the grocery store, cheapest aisle in the place is produce aisle. You know, we all shop. You know it is. It's true. What, buy a five-pound bag of potatoes, what, $4 sometimes? Something like that. Okay. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that in. Okay, now, the Eucharistic meal, the Last Supper. Dalton, I want you to tell people what you just told me. Because I, folks, I want you to listen to this. This is the coolest thing I've heard in a while. This is kind of neat. Go ahead. Well, I remember when, when COVID hit, uh, we were doing church online sure. and at home. And one of the things we did, and I got two, two stories on communion to tell. One of the things we did was we did communion from home. Sure. And what the pastor right. encouraged us to do was just find something to do it. Sure. You know, because it's, I mean, ultimately it's symbolic. It's so, symbolic. So just, right. just just find something to do. So we did, uh, and, and my family, we did communion with um, Cheez-Its right. and Kool-Aid, red Kool-Aid. Okay. That was the, the body and blood of Christ. Now, when we got right. back to church and started doing <laughs> communion, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard. It, it this, this blew my mind. As somebody who likes cool, weird, new new stuff, and he does, folks. I do. Yeah, does. I love. I love modern, modern, cool. But this weird is stuff. this is pretty. This is an innovate. These guys are innovators here. Go ahead. And you can buy these at, at you know your your Lifeway stores. I know Lifeway, Lifeway doesn't have stores Lifeway anymore, Christian but you can store, yeah. you know any of those right. stores you can you can find Probably these online. Yes. You know, yeah. They actually sell prepackaged communion, <laughs> and it comes. It looks a lot like the um, the little the little coffee creamers that you can get you know where you peel it back and you pour it in your coffee when you go to mcdonald's or whatever those coffee creamers they give you but in there is the grape juice and it's got two little cellophane flaps on top and you peel back the first flap and it's got the bread it's got your little communion cracker and then you pull back the other one and it's got the grape juice there in the bottom and um 
<laughs> I was telling somebody I know who is who is Catholic about that, yeah. and I, I I promise you they almost had a heart attack because <laughs> it's like yeah, you know, it's it's prepackaged. You know? I don't know how they take to that or not. They, well, you don't have to touch it. That's why we, have, they started right, doing it during COVID because right. nobody has to repair it. It's all factory prepackaged, and sure, it, you take out the number of people who touch it. You take down the the number of people. Who uh, come is the bread is it unleavened bread? I don't. You know, know what unleavened bread is. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. I have no idea. It's a cracker. It's you know? it's a it's a cracker. Um, I know the communion crackers that that they normally use are they're unleavened crackers, right? Um, yeah. So I would assume these are too. Now crack. these aren't as good as the old ones. <laughs> now I would eat communion crackers like just as a snack because they're delicious. You know the old fashioned <laughs> yeah, those little right. hard. Oh yeah, I know ta- old fashioned. Feel yeah, like sure. feel yeah. like cardboard in your mouth. Right. They taste know, delicious. But, yeah. Okay. These new ones are a little styrofoamy. They're not they're not as good. <laughs> But those those old school crackers, I could eat those for breakfast. Lord forgive us. We just, for we know not what we do. But I just <laughs> pour them in a bowl and put the grape juice in there and eat them like cereal with a spoon. No, no that's enough. Now, I, I'm not, you know, tell your daddy take your microphone away from me. <laughs> you ever had a child? I want you to take that microphone away from that boy. You're, now, that, now, I wish I'd have been the guy that invented that. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, it's, it's needed, you know. Not a bad idea. Well, and as somebody who has prepared sure. communion for yeah. for a small okay. church, right, um, about 25, 30 people, right, that's a lot of work, even for that many. That I couldn't is. imagine. I'm at New yeah. Vision now, and 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 it's we're talking thousands of people. Right. I couldn't imagine sure. pre pre preparing all of those for that many people. So if it's already done for you, you just pass them out. So that you know that helps a lot too. I would think in terms of just getting everything prepared because that's a lot to do. As once again, as somebody who's done that, yeah, and that, but that's again, you know, it's like going to the Zoom meetings, and I guess maybe you've done some of this, but it's just not the same, you know. Zoom, I just couldn't get into it, you know. Yeah, and uh, I, well, you know me, I like the cool, modern, weird stuff. Sure. So there, there are some elements uh, of that that I do not prefer but but i really like what what the zoom and and all the remote stuff has done for the radio industry right yeah because um, if you, if you yeah. wanted to you could have a guest from anywhere in the country on and they could sound like they're in the studio well i know and, and you know i noticed a lot of the major networks have stayed with that and they're they're still doing they're not it's cut the cost of travel immensely and those guests having to come into a studio in new york in los angeles in atlanta wherever it may be and as we went along, you noticed the the quality got a little better, and just and it's, and it keeps getting better. You know, it does, and so that's going to be with us for a while. But that is a uh, again, this was a tape with uh, that I recorded that I felt was in line with what what is going on today. Okay, and I hope that is uh, I hope that is helpful to you. I really do. Okay, now. Tell you what we're going to do. We're coming up on 20 minutes to before the hour. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Complete yard care. We do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, trump tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut, mulching, landscaping. Phone 615-785-0384. That's 615-785-0384. Now, you can reach them on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. Go to this website. It's a nice one. It's updated regularly, and you get a five-star ranking. on. He has a five-star ranking on Google. It's better than what I ever had. That's Complete Yard Care. 
low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, all of it. You can reach them at 615-785-0384. Back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. Thank you, Dalton Barrett. Appreciate it. Uh, new, another sponsor of ours, Michelle Hauser and Associates. Okay, Michelle Hauser and Associates Law, family law, child custody, parenting agreements, divorce, mediation if you need it. And also, I, I said this, I told you earlier, and I, I did. We've got to get with Michelle. We're doing a. Um, to get a parenting uh, uh, power of attorney in the event of medical situations. And you may have to have a power of attorney for financial reasons, too, if your children are involved in a business or something like that that they own or run, that, heaven forbid, they become incapacitated and can't can't function. And hopefully, you know, very few of us will ever need that, we hope. But you never know what tomorrow holds. Uh, we, we don't know what the next few minutes holds. Uh, she does those agreements. That's part of family law. And, uh, you know, so believe it or not, if your child gets out and gets in an accident, they can't, the, the, the people that are taking care of that child cannot tell you what's going on. Now, I'm sure some of them do with social media being what it is, but, but legally they cannot. And if your, your child was in another state going to, going to college somewhere or something like that, you could be in a pickle. So you need that piece of paper. You know, her address, Michelle's address, is fifteen hundred Medical Center Parkway. That's Med- Medical Center Parkway out in the Gateway. She's there by the fountains. Okay, Suite Three A Dash One here in Murfreesboro. BurrowFamilyLegal.com. Check out her website. That's BurrowFamilyLegal.com, and her phone number is six one five eight zero one eight six zero two. That's six one five eight zero one eight six zero two. I hope you enjoyed that interview 
with Bill Moyers. Um, if you didn't get a chance to hear it, if you joined me late, go back and listen to it on the podcast, okay? Because it is just a, you know, it's just a, it's it's an interview that really hit home for me, even when I first heard it 18 years ago. All right, as we all know, August 13th has come and gone. Okay, Dalton, I want you to pull up, if you would, please, this uh, YouTube moment. I think this was from CNN, I believe, where a reporter confronts the MyPillow guy. You all know who he is. Uh, he, says, he tells him, actually, you have proof of nothing. Dalton, I want to play that. If you would, I think it's what five or six minutes, something like that. And I'll be back with you on the other side. My Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, continues to claim he has evidence that China hacked U.S. voting systems and switched votes for the former president to Biden votes. In a moment, you'll hear what two dozen election officials and cyber experts contacted by CNN say about those claims. Lindell is not backing down even as he faces a lawsuit from voting machine maker Dominion alleging he's defamed the company with his false accusations and Lindell's company is countersuing. CNN's Drew Griffin went to Minnesota to talk to Lindell about his claims that threaten democracy. Here's Drew's report. The My Pillow Guy. Mike Lindell. Yes, the My Pillow Guy is convinced China hacked the election, Donald Trump really won, and Lindell has the absolute proof. They did it in all the states. Every and they single changed state. the vote. Every single state. And you have the proof. Yes. The packet that will show. I, I have the whole the data. The actual now. exchange of votes. Yep. Yep, 100%. 100%. It is, of course, complete nonsense. Despite every piece of so-called evidence Lindell has presented so far, three videos, a lawsuit, screenshots he sent to CNN, there's still no proof that the election was hacked, and that's according to two dozen cyber experts and election officials contacted by CNN. 100% evidence. When Lindell released his so-called evidence in videos like this, Fact checkers quickly found out it was evidence of nothing. These images are just publicly available voter data scrolling across the screen, not proof of election hacking. So Lindell changed his story, saying now the real evidence will be revealed at a cyber symposium, streamed live with my pillow discounts available throughout. And as further proof, he sent CNN a preview, six different screenshots. You sent us this on Friday. Yeah. What is this? That's just one piece of 1.2 billion lines of data from the election. Okay. There's within that will be timestamps of when of when it happened. There'll be flips in there. So we sent this to our own experts. Mm -hmm. He said that, that it doesn't show any specific actions of any kind, election related or not, and it's proof of of nothing. Okay. So he said that's nothing, huh? Well, he's wrong. Then you didn't hire a cyber expert. We didn't consult just one cyber expert. We consulted nine top election security experts who told us Lindell's screenshots were extremely rudimentary metadata and completely ridiculous. We also reached all 15 officials from the 15 counties where Lindell says, without any proof, votes were hacked and switched. Lindell mentions some of the counties in his videos and lists them out in his counter lawsuit against Dominion voting. They are counties that use paper ballots counted by systems not connected to the Internet. Every one of them told CNN there is no evidence they were hacked by anyone. You identify 15 counties where the votes were switched. We contacted all 15 counties, red and blue. 
red and blue. It doesn't matter. And we couldn't find a single person that said this is even possible. They say, are you mistaken? Right. They think you're wrong. Right. The bottom line is they have paper, right. ballot, backups right. That's that good. prove that they were not. So you guys went and they let you audit there? They let you do a full audit, CNN? You guys did a full audit on 15 counties, huh? We did what Lindell did not do. We went to Delta County, Michigan to see how the election was carried out. Trump won here, nearly two to one. The state Michigan entry point owner, Delta County. In his videos and his lawsuit, Lindell claims someone in China hacked the election system here and stole away precisely 3,215 Trump votes and turned them into Biden votes. The Republican county clerk, Nancy Prezraki, finds the allegation laughable for one main reason. It is never connected to the internet. Never. Never connected to the internet at all, whatsoever. Not only are they not connected to the internet, the votes are cast by hand on paper. Voters scan their ballots into this Dominion scanning machine where two digital storage cards keep a tally. The paper ballot goes right into this bin under lock and seal. And that container is sealed. And just to check that everything went okay, they conduct audits, comparing the paper ballots to the results on the computer. And in 2020, it was an exact match. We audited three different precincts and they matched exactly, so. So what would you say to somebody who made a documentary that among many counties accused your county of being the victim of a, of a Chinese hack that changed the vote counts? I would say that didn't happen in Delta County. A Republican-led Michigan State Senate investigation found out it didn't happen anywhere. No evidence of widespread or systematic fraud. I don't think you really understand how votes are cast, collected, and tabulated in this country. Okay, the, you, you know what? I do, but what you don't understand is they can get, after they're tabulated, they can get hacked after the fact, which they were, because Donald Trump was gonna win anyway. Donald Trump was gonna win anyway. The paper ballots You which didn't were do an audit to match them up, though. Were audited against the machine No, they weren't. Count. No, they weren't. In these counties, no, they, they were, weren't. Mike. No, they weren't. Who told you that? The county officials Oh, who did they did tell it. you that? Well, they're gonna have some answering to do. No matter who says there was no widespread fraud in the election, whether it's local election officials, secretaries of state, judges, or even Donald Trump's own attorney general, Mike Lindell's conclusion is the same. They are all wrong. All these county officials are lying? I don't know. They might be misconstrued. We'll say misconstrued because they don't realize what happened. Lindell says his information comes from multiple sources, all of them super secret. He claims he's spent millions on the project and also claims he will give $5 million to anyone who proves him wrong. Mike, you could you can make up anything. Who can? No, you can't. You, this you, is where you are, no. This you are is just where, going to have no, a no, demonstration. No, 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 no. no. This room. is where you're wrong. We're giving it to all the. We're giving it to the cyber people that show up. We're going to give them each state. Here's a state, Georgia. They can take it How apart. You could possibly be the victim of a scam here. Well, then why don't you come to the symposium and make $5 million? Are you worried about me? We should give a hug. You're worried about old Mike. Oh, God bless you. Here's what we're worried about. We're worried that what you are doing is mistakenly or deliberately destroying the confidence in the legitimate elected president of the United States and fostering 
what could be you know real what? damage to this country. I never said anything country. bad about Biden or the Democrats. You ever. Have, you have, never. You wrong. have through this, inve through this no, investigation. No, I have not. You pull it up. This, you're lying now. You're lying. Like, I said the Democrats said. warned us. No, you're lying. No, I said the Democrat that, Party warned us You're saying that Joseph Biden was illegitimately elected. I'm saying that China did an attack on our country and that the and that wrong the election, person won. That's right. The people who have watched your video believe what you say. 100% over. If you're wrong, isn't that very dangerous? But I yes, but I'm not wrong. I've checked it out. I've spent millions. You need to trust me and come there. Yeah, I trust him. Uh, Drew Griffin joins us now. Do you have any reason to believe that now after months of this I mean, he has never offered proof of anything, and there is no proof, and it's been debunked. It's like his support for sham remedies. I mean, he has a history. Right. And it just, the conversation, as you could tell, Anderson, goes round and round in circles. And I'm telling you, after our discussion, I'm not convinced Mike Lindell understands how voting works, period, let alone that he has proof of a massive voting conspiracy. And like you say, he, he claims to have all these super secret sources, but he never shows those sources, never shows their proof. There's very good reason to believe all of this is linked to recycled conspiracy theories from the past, all completely discredited. Lindell says, no, this is new. He's paid millions to check it out. But, you know, as we've seen so far, it just does not hold up, period. Yeah, Drew Griffin, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks to uh, CNN and YouTube for that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Anderson Cooper, Drew Griffin, all of them. You know, the best one I heard on that guy, this was a good one. He had, he was going to gather up all the information that he had. Uh, all the proof that the election was rigged. I love that rigged. Okay. And uh, this is on one of the, uh, and of course, you know, Dalton and I were just talking, ever since the COVID thing broke, everybody's got a, a podcast and all that, you know, on their own. I've had people approach me about it, you know, why don't you do your show, why don't you just do it? No, 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 no. I like the fact, and Dalton and I have talked about this before, I like the fact that I come to a radio station. He's here he handles all the ins and outs of this thing. I don't know what he does on that board. I don't know. I don't care. All I know is he makes me come across a lot better and sound a lot nicer than I really am. <laughs> and, you know, I, and, and I like that, okay? I don't have time to be running a bunch of wires and cables and all that stuff. I really don't. And but what I loved about Mike Lindell was he's going to package everything up and take it. He's going to take it to the Supreme Court, and he's going to hand it to them. And then Chief Justice Roberts will, you know, we got a call. We have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead, please. Hey, Ed, this is Hooper Pinnell calling in about that pillar guy. Hello, Hooper. How are you? Well, I'm all right. I've been listening to your show. Well, thank you. have got a great show tonight, and I appreciate it. But this guy, this pillar guy, is nothing but a fake. I don't know who listens to him. But anyway, he's just putting out false information just to see what he can do. Well, and the thing I've said, Hooper, is this. He talked about getting all the information together. He was going to get all of his proof and then take it to the Supreme Court. 
Well, that's not yeah. that's not how it works. He's dreaming it's out not, of his sleep. I think. Yeah, it's it's not how that's not how it works. <laughs> no, it, 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 it doesn't work that way, and I, I I just don't see how people can listen to him and believe it. They ought to turn him off and 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 get rid of him. He's just this. Why do they listen to him? I don't know. But anyway. Just call it in to say hello. Thank you. How did your reorganization go yesterday? How did, how did it turn out? We had a great organization. The Democrats are coming in strong. And, you know, the Democrats are for all the people, not just the poor, but the rich, too. We want to support the poor as much as anybody does, and I guess that's because they call us liberals. But, you know... It's important to take care of everybody. It's I hope you heard. Take care of them. I hope you heard uh, the first part of the show with uh, the Bill Moyers interview with Pastor. I Joseph did. Seahawk. That was a great interview. It was. It really was. And I've saved and, that for for eighteen years. Uh, well, uh, it's coming it's fantastic. around, and you know, as you as as you know, people people in power seem to forget the people down on the other end, on the low end, and that's right. not right. And we're seeing that right now, right? And you so, know, yeah. The, but the my pillow guy, he's uh, <laughs> huh, he's a joke. He's, yeah. He well, needs to try to sell pillows. That's all he needs to do. He's <laughs> having a hard time doing that. <laughs> anyway, listen. Thanks for your thanks for the show, buddy. Good talk to you. Thank you so much, Hooper Penuel, right. Howard right. Hooper Penuel. Uh, he was former. Yeah. Like Ed Lee Raymer, it's Howard Hooper. There you go. Good talk to you. Thank you very much. Have a good week, my friend. All right, you too. Yeah, Howard used to be uh, the uh, uh, administrator of elections here. Of course, Alan Farley's doing that job now, doing a wonderful job, and uh, could not have left it in better hands. Alan doing a great job. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and get out of here and get our next show on the air. Uh, listen, thank you all tonight for listening. Thank you for the call, Hooper. Pretty much appreciated. And uh, get ready for next uh, next week's show. Until then, Edwin Lee Raymer with you here from WGNS, and I'll catch you down the road. Good night. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352. West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 
352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The Seasons of Murfreesboro Restaurant and Lounge is your home for great live music and food. Located in Murfreesboro, they specialize in serving up great food and live music to Central Tennessee and beyond. They are locally owned and operated, family friendly, and appreciate great music and good times. If you're looking for a great night out during the week or the weekend, check them out at 2227 Old Fort Parkway in the Clarion Inn or head over to their website, seasonsofmurfreesboro.com. Look around at this great city of ours. 